Love you when you was in beast mode. Loki thought you was a cheat code. Welcome back to the Cheat Code Podcast. And as always, I got my, my man Mel here, my co-host. You know, today we got a uh, a female in the building who uh, her name is Elena Adams. And she's actually going to bring in some information that's very, very good to us. And it can help us kind of break down some more information on cheating. And uh, without further ado, Elena, would you go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. Um, hey, thank what's you going very on? much for having me on today, Melvin and Cuz. Uh, as they mentioned, my name is uh, Elena Adams. I am an experienced nurse uh, and I also have uh, specialized in certifications in psych nursing, uh, working very closely with them. I have also in the last few years have ventured out as a mental health expert and I speak on specific topics um, as well as an accredited counselor. So uh, I work uh, and Again, within the last 10 years, I've worked very closely with people who have suffered from abuse, trauma, addiction, mental illness. More recently, as just mentioned, I've been doing some public speaking as a mental health expert and became involved in mentoring uh, and coaching for those who want to heal and begin transformation. Um, And by working and being exposed to this particular field, I've become a student in human behavior, cognitive thinking and uh, just why we do what we do, pretty much, and helping people understand what their process, their thinking processes are, or why they're acting a certain way, and then how to explore how to change those, if, if they're negative, how to change it in a more positive way. Once again, thank you for being on the Cheat Code, uh, Elena. With you know everything that you just spilled out with your expertise, how does that correlate to our subject matter? Uh, when it comes to uh, male or female, when, you know, in a relationship and their decision to cheat. So in regards to infidelity, um, I- I'm hoping today to shed some light on the subject or again, why we do what we do, debunking some stigmas out there. Okay. And, and, and but most importantly, try to explain the best I can why men cheat. That's what your show. However, I want to I want to point out on a psychological level there is no one reason of why a man or a woman, but men are right. more, more prone to cheat or seem, you know, as a stigma. Again, men cheat more than women. Okay. Um, you have to break it down on an individual level by asking specific questions pertaining to that individual's background, their personality, behaviors, and, and the processes. Okay. So I'm hoping to be able to do that with y'all today. Okay. You 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 mentioned the stigma. Can you can you uh, speak on the uh, the stigmas that exist? Sure, sure. Uh, one of the the stigmas I find a little amusing is uh, people studies, lots of researches and studies over decades uh, about infidelity in particular. Why why do we do it, or why do men do it? And they uh, they believe that some it could be a genealogy thing or or even a predisposition, but that is, that is not true. You are not, you are not born to be a cheater. Okay. Your parents' genes are not going to affect if you're going to cheat or not. That it's, it's, um, that's one of the big stigmas. Also, uh, all men are cheaters. No. Or once a cheater, always a cheater. No. Uh, (laughs) cheating is a, I mean, but seriously, and that's what people think. And and right. unfortunately, a lot of us will go back in, or into a new relationship with that stigma and it will ruin that future relationship, depending right. on our behaviors, of course, but or, you know, uh, so those are the ones off the top of my head that are more popular, I guess you could say, or, or well used. Yeah, that once a cheater, always a cheater. That's that's uh that's that's real popular. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's it's, that's on mine right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've mean, heard that more out of women's mouths than anything, uh, and it's just that is not true. Yeah, because it's a hard, it's a hard behavior to to um to get away from. Like you know, what I mean, what makes a person want to stop cheating? You get what I'm saying? Like obviously, you're hurting someone that you love when you do it, and you didn't care at that moment. So, I mean. If you didn't care about hurting a person, what's going to stop you from actually cheating? You get what I'm saying? If are you asking me that? I'm, I'm just throwing. I'm just throwing it out there. Going to be, do they love that person in the first place? Do oh. they really love that person? Oh, that's a good question for you, Cuz. 
Yeah, you definitely love that person. You know, it's it, and it's going to be something that we're going to get into probably, you know, hopefully. But uh, you definitely love that person because it's nothing to do with that person. It's completely nothing to do with that person. You know, you can you can love somebody, you know, you can love your mom, but you can also have an argument with your mom and, you know, get into a big heated discussion or, you know, call her names. Y'all call each other names. That don't mean you don't love her. So that's a little, that's a little different from cheating though. I, I I think the equivalent analogy would be if 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 I came home and I was you know I, you know I, of course I love my mom but I just wouldn't adopted a new mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 and that sounds funny, but on a in a relationship, man, woman mentality, that's betrayal. And 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 going out and trying to adopt a new mom, that would be like a betrayal type feeling to your real moms. Right. right. So it, that is different than just going home, getting an argument, saying some stuff out of, out of some anger, some heat going through, you know, and you come back and apologize and make up for that. But when you betray somebody, that's a, that's a deeper, that's a deeper hurt than just pissing somebody off or, or calling them a name or right. does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Yes, but I, you know my thing is you just <clears throat> because you betray somebody doesn't mean you don't love them. You know you betray somebody out of uh, circumstances. You know, so you know, like I said, which what we'll probably get into, and you know, hopefully we'll discuss. You know, on you know your your side of it and your input that we'll understand that that like it's it's not the love that's you know, taking it away and saying you don't love somebody and saying you, you know, if you betrayed them, you know, you don't love them. It's a lot deeper than that. Right. It, it's, but, but you also have to, I'm a firm believer as a 41 year old woman, there's also a difference between being in love or just loving somebody out of, out of respect or, or having them be a part of your life for X amount of years. And does does that make sense? Yeah. I, so so the que- so the question with my analogy, if if we if, if we keep, can you know move forward with that analogy, right? Could could I love my mom and still feel the need to adopt a, 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 a another mom for you know it may, maybe it's needs that my mom can't meet for some whatever reason, and I feel the need to adopt this other mom. You know, may, maybe she make better sweet potato pie for Thanksgiving. May, you know, maybe I just want her for that. You get, you get what I'm saying? So I could still love my mom and still, you know, try to fill a void, right? Is, is that how is that how y'all yes. thinking about it? Um, I'm thinking about it very much. Yes. So you can still love someone, but f- try to fill a void outside of that that love you got with that person. Yes. Yes, I I do absolutely agree with that. But again, I'm I'm not trying to beat a dead horse. But with moms, um, filling a void, let's let's just even go to affection instead of making sweet potato pie. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Mom didn't show you that love and affection that mothers should to their children. Okay. Okay. Whether it's uh, by touch, uh, saying I love you, giving them praise. Right. Right. So that and, and all children are raised and conditioned based off that their family dynamics and, and, and how they're treated in the home, what they're seeing. So, uh, but if you need to fill that void, the first thing I'm, the first thing I'm going to do, especially if I love my mama or whatever, I'm going to sit down and have a conversation with my mom and find out, you know, can we change this? Because I need this from you. Right. Instead, instead of me going out and just finding a new mom. That's the right. easy solution though. No, that's easy. no, that's the hard one. That's that's the one. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's well, the one we're not doing. It's the easy one in the mind, but it's the hard one to do. Right? Like you, you, you avoid that because it's so hard because you don't want to receive rejection. Like you don't, you, you don't want to go into it knowing that you're going to get rejected or that this is going to turn out to the, to the, to the worst case scenario. And that's what man is thinking. Like he don't want to go into it thinking that it's about to be the end of the world, you know, so fear of confrontation, that, right. or conflict. Exactly. So that's the hardest thing to do. You know, if it was very easy, we'll do it. Right. Why then do men or yourself or why do y'all think, why is it so hard to sit down with someone you love and they love you back to communicate with them? Why is it automatically feared 
or, or do you acquire a fear of confrontation, rejection, conflict, you know, a fight, whatever that may be? Um, why is communication always shut down so quickly out of fear? And have you, have you, you tried it? You, you don't want to, you know, the, the first thing we think of is hurting them and letting them down. So when you try to have that communication with them, you know, we're thinking of letting them down and hurting them. And we don't want to do that because we we are protectors. We supposed to be the ones who protect everything. We supposed to be the ones who 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 are in charge and, and we are in control and not on a on a on a bad thing, but just in control of everything. And you got it. You know, you have this. So if we come to this communication thing and we mention things that can be hurtful or that can let them down, that's. We don't. We don't want to go into that situation. You so know? it don't ever cross your mind how hurt they're going to be, or or the feelings, bad feelings it's going to cause if you got caught cheating. Is is I, I, I think I think it's like the person that lies. Like uh, you know, when you lie, for that moment you you get away with something, but you know, everyone knows that once you get caught in the lie later on, it's going to do more damage. But it just out of you know, just out of impulse, you you. You do that lie. And I and I think what Cuz is saying is trying to protect someone's feelings. I might not want to come to you and say, hey, uh, I'm not getting X, Y, Z from you. And I really am struggling with wanting to go out and seek it elsewhere. Like at that moment, you just hurt whoever your spouse is. Um, and, it, and it's a hard pill for them to swallow. Um, but that's the best thing that we should do. You're, you know, I agree with you, Elena. That's what we should be doing. But another piece of that is that vulnerability is we we we're not we're not brought up to to uh, you know to um explore that emotion and that feeling uh from a masculine side we're not brought up to be vulnerable and you know without you know and when we uh put our feelings out there like that you get what I'm saying like you know I do I do it's kind of that stigma a man can't feel nothing a man can't cry a man because he's got this you know he's he's the rock the pillar. Right. So showing emotion ain't manly, kind of. Exactly. Uh, exactly. It's it, it, it definitely another stigma that we need to, you know, we need to get away from. And this is why this conversation got to happen, because we can't keep raising, you know, the kids and we can't keep raising, the, you know, the men to come up and think like, hey, you can't cry. No, you can't cry. Right. Right. Tell me how you feel. So, Elena, from a woman's perspective, though, you you with a man that's very vulnerable. He he speaks on his feelings. And he you know he shows a lot of emotion and all of that good stuff. Do you think, um, or do you know females that may, at that moment may be? I mean, because it sound, you know females say they want that stuff, but when they get it, you know, is is all of a sudden not so attractive like that's that's how i feel i, I feel like yeah I, I might do that and be very vulnerable but i've also seen women that are calling men to be word for doing it like so i mean is that what y'all want or y'all not attracted to that at all okay so as a woman and i'm, I'm gonna be blatantly honest here um because of my upbringing and my past i i uh I, I used to be very angry, very strong, and I used to think anger was my defense. So when I was first introduced to the very first man who 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 was um, he he showed his emotions more than I did, um, uh-huh. and he was so nice and so kind and open and wanted to talk. And and I at but I was immature. I was in my young twenties, but but I viewed him as weak. It right. made me angry. But that was it. But that was a problem with me. Right. And and it took me a long time to figure that out, um, which is what I mean. On a, this is more this is deeper than than just, hey, we're men. We got we have some testicles. So we cheat. No, I don't. I don't believe that. Um, you're, again, you're not born to cheat just because you got a set of balls. But yes, women in a whole are typically but they they also want a fine line. They still want that man to be stable and firm, a rock, uh, someone they look up to support the family, whatever, be a man, but still be able to communicate. That's what, that, 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 
that's women's biggest issue is mm-hmm. that there's no communication. They won't talk about their feelings. So they don't understand how they're feeling. Right. They don't know how to deal with that later down the road. Cause they don't know, they don't know what's, you know, they don't know what their men want or need themselves. Does right. that make sense? Right. No, I get it. You got anything to add to that? Cause, um, I mean, I, I, I definitely agree, you know, with the, with the aspect of, um, you know, you being okay to say that, yes, women are out there and they kind of view the men as weak, <clears throat> which then throws another loop, you know, for the God not wanting to do it. You know, it's, it's just a thing we have to correct. You know, we, we got to correct it. Mm. So let, let's talk about upbringing and socialization, because I think you mentioned it earlier um, and how it can play a part. You're not predisposed, but. Um, with your upbringing and your socialization, if something traumatic happened, um, that emotionally broke you, um, could some, you know, in, in your expertise and the people you have, uh, tried to help or the people that you have, um, been exposed to, have you seen that that could, uh, cause them to want to cheat in their, in their relationships for whatever reason? Yes. How, um, how so? A hundred percent, actually. So first, I, I want to quickly clarify um, or predispose on a medical or psychological, most importantly, uh, terminology or definition. It's uh, to make more likely or render susceptible to, to um, or most importantly, a biologically pre, uh, predisposition is, is an increased chance of developing a disease or a pattern of behavior based off genes we inherit from our patterns. That's why I said no. Okay. But. When it comes to your family life, your family dynamics, your upbringing, your socialization, it absolutely is going to play a huge role. Um, just, and I can name a, a couple of things, uh, and you can touch them on, on each one if you want that, that way. But your, uh, there are certain behaviors like when it when children are raised you know, in a family or not a family. So, so a lot of times they say the parents are divorced or there's an absent parent, they're more prone to cheat. Uh, maybe, maybe not, but most importantly, what do those children see their parents, how they behave? How do they love one another? How do they communicate? Um, do they, is there any affection between them? Do the children get any affection? You know, do they come from broken homes? Uh, what is, is there any, um, moral, moralistic ethics or, you know, just any installation, not religion per se, you know, spiritual or on a godly level, but just how to treat one another, you know, how was mom treated or respected, you know, or did, mm. what, did mom bring in a bunch of multiple partners have, you know, act in, act in ways that they shouldn't in front of children. And, and they, they see that behavior. So all, all of these things, depending on what they are, will shape the foundation of, of their behavioral patterns and their morals and ethics once, once they first move up out of the home um, and, and socialization. How, how are they, how are they with their friends? Um, you right. know, those are all things that will make us who we are, I guess, uh, as a beginning adult. Okay. So uh, all of that, sh- all of that can contribute, not, not a hundred percent will uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, yield a certain result, but it can, is what you're saying. It absolutely can. Yeah. Yes. Um, and typically, whatever they feel or take on, whatever environment they were raised in or watched behavior patterns, they will typically take those and implement them into their own actions. Right. We we interview uh my friend Sean, and he said, you know. I had a couple of things that contributed, you know, he called, you know, his example was it was a, a gumbo mix of things. Mm-hmm. And um, some of it was uh, insecurities. Some of it was uh, the fact that he had uh, mommy issues um, and, you know, and daddy issues. You know, he didn't feel loved. Right. Mm-hmm. So in inside his marriage, um, he was good at first until he got that same rejection from his spouse where he didn't feel loved. And that's when he went out. I guess it triggered his childhood insecurities and uh, mother issues. And that's when he went outside his marriage 
to seek that love. That makes perfect sense. You know, I, th- I think it touches on what uh, Elaine is talking about, you know, things that happen in your past and things that how your upbringing and things happen. It, it kind of, you know, triggers you to it, it, it's exactly what it is. It's, it's a trigger that, um, you know, you are instilled with that develops, you know, in you that causes you to, you know, step outside of those boundaries. And, and it don't matter if you married, single or not, you're going to step outside of those boundaries because of that. You know, we're talking about just marriage, but it, it happens regardless if you're married or not, you know. Right. So, I mean, so how do you, how do you, how do you fix that though? Like, you know, I mean, cause everybody that cheat is, is it, it, it doesn't have deep roots as far as their childhood. Right. That, I mean, that's, that's not everybody that cheats. Right. Some people just dogs. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, some people wake up and they bark. <laughs> Elena, you laughing. What, like, what, what's your answer to that? Like, do you think they all are deep rooted? Um, like, well, the first thing that came to my mind was like that song I grew up with. I'm not a player. I just crush a lot or whatever. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, but if you're, again, that socialization and, and your environment growing up, if you're listening to that kind of music or, or, you know, your friends or your social group, that's the cool thing to do. Uh, you know, it's not monogamy, but hey, I, look, I got all these girls or, or whatever guys or, right. um, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be, oh, I got mama issues or I have some deeply rooted in- insecurity. It, so by a dog, I, I, is that kind of what you mean by some people just a dog will wake up barking? That's just because they're angry about something. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's still a whole lot of issues going on there. They don't even know it. Well, you, hey, Elena, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, definitely the point of this podcast and uh, a lot of these things is going on is, you know, me bringing a story to everybody. And I have all of those things, that upbringing of socialization and giving high fives, you know, which we'll, we'll, we'll come out in a later segment, giving high fives of, you know, having girls and having plenty of girls and things like that. You carry that with you. And that's what you believe in because that's what you get praises for. So, I feel like that is a testament to what you're saying. You know, you listen to those songs. It tells you you're a player. Whether a guy or all the guys on the block is telling you, you you know, you're a player, then that's what you believe in. And that's what you're going to continue to do. It's your upbringing. And you know what? Also, the, the women sometimes play a huge role in this, too. If you're with a habitual cheater and you continue to allow that behavior to go on, you're all you're doing is enabling it. You know, y'all may fight about it, what but what are you all really doing about it? And and if they can get away with it, why not? You know? Uh what should what should the woman on a, go ahead. What what should the woman be doing? That's on the other end of the sheet. That's a loaded question. Um well, like if you want to help instead of like you said instead of enabling them and just taking them back taking them back every single time it, it, like you at some point you have to figure out what's the root cause of this you, you, you get what i'm saying so that's when you sit down and you have a conversation okay and instead of attacking that man because he already knows you're angry he already knows you're hurt and you're okay so you can only continue spitting out the same anger at somebody for so long before they shut down mm-hmm. no matter what it's about um so that's when you want to sit down and have a conversation. Uh, you try to, but but you got to make that decision: is it worth it or not? You know, if they're habitual cheaters, uh, you know, what are you? Why are they in that relationship st- still? You know, what are their own issues? Right. Um, it's not always just the man has got issues. Sometimes it's them too, both. It, um, but that's when communication is so essential. But not just to any, just that's any relationship, not just man, woman. You know. Um, you, you know what I mean? Friendships, right. Uh, right. your boss, you know, any relationship, communication is key. I and agree. if you really love somebody, y'all going to want to sit down and, and figure this out together. Spewing hate and anger ain't going to work, though. Yeah, that's true. I'm with you. 
True. But but it's got to be for for habitual cheat. That's when you really know it's something really deep rooted. If if you habitually that you can't stop, there's something there. There's something there mentally. There's something there emotionally. It's probably something there spiritually too. I mean, it's it's some stuff there. So I, and you know, if if the woman or, or the man, whoever is on the other end of the cheat, decides to stay in that marriage or that relationship, you know, it's got to be a team effort. Y'all both should be trying to figure out. Uh, what it is and you know what can we, you know what what can we both do better you know so this don't happen man i mean because it's i mean there's a lot of people out there that's hurting from some uh some you know some trauma and they just don't understand how that correlates to you know why they're seeking validation outside their marriage and i think you know i think it's worth exploring and you know from you know from my observation i think the 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 person who's getting cheated on it, you know, they go stay in and they owe it to themselves to dig uh deeper. Correct. And I think um maybe approaching it as opposed to um always being driven by your fear of of uh hurting that person's feeling the their feelings are gonna get hurt, okay? Because you're basically coming to them and and hopefully a mature and appropriate uh, approach. I mean, how do you appropriately approach this? But, but with honesty, with humbleness, and with with just laying your emotions out. Look, I'm not fulfilled in this relationship at the moment because of whether it's because we don't have sex enough, or because of what you do X, Y, and Z makes me mad, or or I just feel this is dead. Whatever that may be. A man or that person is cheating needs to decide what's more important, the after effects of if they get caught or what's going to happen right then and there. They actually are opening a door to work on something and changing something. It may change. It may not change. It's up to those people. But usually, typically, the aftermath of cheating is disaster. And I, I would hope that we would try to communicate properly hopefully avoid that disaster as opposed to being driven by those fears of what could happen during this conversation. And that's hard to do. I like that. I definitely like that. You know, I like that we put the emphasis on both to figure out what they want to do. You know, Um, having a guy accept that, hey, this is what I need to say. And the other person, you know, female, accepting, hey, I'm going to dig deeper. We're going to work on this and we're going to we're going to figure it out rather than what we see most most likely in most relationships where they just, you know, they throw things at each other. You know, right. They just no, don't don't come with your your accusing fingers, you know, or attacking them immediately well you don't do this this and this and this so now i feel this you know no 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 that i said the right approach <laughs> i call those, i call those the excuses you know when we, we start to point the blame you know we start to say um well you didn't do this you didn't give me enough sex you didn't give me enough attention you didn't give me enough this um i call those the excuses because we didn't communicate about it we didn't talk about it we didn't figure out this is my issue and this is what I need. Right. That just communicating what your needs are to your, to your significant other is, is very important. It's vital. So then y'all are on the same page and then hopefully can avoid those types of bad, bad behaviors, you know, and uh, causing broken homes all over America. I like it. What'd you think, Mel? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I, that, when I get when I get quiet, I'm 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 tuning in with a listening ear. <laughs> so, and I'm sure you've shared it in other episodes. So forgive me if I'm asking the same question, but what is it that you did to change yourself? Um, a combination. What, what made you stop or want to stop? A combination of things. One, one was we hit we hit a we hit a place in our life called rock bottom that we. We need to figure out what the hell is going on. And then also having a good person like yourself to be able to preach and teach us and understand us and talk to us as human beings 
and not just an object, not just a person who we trying to, a client, a next person, you know, next, you know, let me get the next person in next, but a person who's trying to understand us and trying to figure out where we going, where we came from to where we are now. And it took that for me to understand myself and my past and my trauma, my bringing up, my upbringing to really put it all together to say that, man, this is a contribution to what happened to me. And then I put all that together and I said, you know what? I understand now. And I also put together that I have a family. I have a beautiful, you know, kids that I want to see grow up to not do the same things I want to do. I can make you for that because that whether you're a man or a woman as an adult, that's extremely hard to do. And in all my, all my teachings, preachings or helping others, I tell them because I've learned from my own experiences in order to truly change, change is transformation. But in order to do that, you don't keep blaming or breaking down everybody else or, or, or what they're doing wrong. You have to start with yourself and figure out why you are doing what you're doing. Why do you react the way? Why do you think that, you know, what, what is causing this? When you can break yourself down and start assessing yourself, that's when transformation begins. Yes, it does. Preach. Let me ask you one, one thing about the, uh, the woman uh, that may be on the other end of a, a cheating uh, situation. Um, now she's hurt, right? And I always ask everybody, you know, especially when I get the females here, I always ask this question. Um, what needs to be done for her mental health going through this transition? A lot. Well, <laughs> you, okay, so on a mental health standpoint, person actually cheating, it's not really uh, evaluating their mental health or, ment you know, do they have a mental illness or, you know, it, it's not gauging their mental health issue, whether they have one or not. It's, but it will come to that on the receiving end the one who was cheated on, the one who feels betrayed, the one who is now angry, the one who probably also don't even know how to deal with this anger the right way. Um, and it takes a lot more on their part. That's, that's why communication I keep preaching is so key because the end result of that betrayal will be much more chaotic and disastrous than y'all sitting down and, and just maybe having a few heated conversations, but you actually get somewhere and change things. Hopefully right. that, mm -hmm. hopefully that's the outcome. Yeah. Um, but that receiving in uh, of, of betrayal, their mental health is, is the feelings, which goes hand in hand with mental health sometimes, is more detrimental and, and healing than even needed in the person doing the cheating. Is that because it's a different level of of, uh, of hurt, right. and it's very very hard to get over and rebuild that trust right how long does it how long does it take you know just on average you know yeah. you, you know a woman decides to stay she wants to work on it but you know is healing that needs to be done um she might want to understand the whole situation a hundred percent like what happened why did you why did you do it why did you decide to do it like why her um you know what was i doing wrong am, am i not pretty enough you know all, all these things are going through her head um mm -hmm. When, 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 are, when are you, you know, like on average, how long does it take to, to get all that out of your system and, and, you know, be smooth selling again? 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for the, it's, it's almost impossible to answer that question. I mean, cause you gotta, all different factors are going to weigh into, to the, you know, determining factor of how long it's going to take for her to heal and trust again. Um, right. Communication, like w w what's changing. Um, you know, has he displayed any behaviors that are advocating that he's changing and wanting to change that he's remorseful? Um, and, and a lot of women need to understand, they need to try to distinguish, uh, cause we tend to take it on a personal level. Right. I'm not, I'm ugly. I'm fat. I ain't, I'm not this, I'm not that. And it may have nothing to do with that at all. Right. Uh, did 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 the man cheat with Beyonce or did 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 he cheat with Roseanne Barr? You know, you know. Oh Lord! And some well, let me say on that real quick. Some 
women. I have heard my own friends stand up and say, oh, it's better if he cheats on somebody who looks better than me, not other women. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> hold on, explain, explain, explain it. Explain it. <laughs> make, make some sense for, for the men that's listening. Make some sense out of that for us. Well, I don't feel like that, first of all. But um, <laughs> I, I mean... <laughs> I, uh, that's that's called insecurity of that woman coming out. Oh, you know, yeah, I'm gonna be insecure if you if you went to Beyonce. But can I blame you for going to Beyonce? Really? <laughs> um, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, I, some like you said, some people might be insecure, and that might play a factor. And, uh, you know, and how they react to it, like you know, they want to know who the girl was, you know, um. You know what she looked like. You know she. They might even ask, "Was you know was it good? Did you like it? You know, uh, did she?" And so- all they're doing is tormenting themselves. Right. No, no, no. Women will ask. Most men don't, but most women do. And all they're doing is killing themselves more. Yeah. They yeah. want to know detail. Well, how does she? You know, was this better? Did she do that? You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Did she suck and, it? And then uh, that just makes yeah. the man mad. Shuts him down. He don't want to talk. Yeah. You know, it's just that's not conversation to be had trying to heal right right and you asking all these questions and i'm reliving the experience and you know i'm you know i might get a woody doing it you know it's got to be real <laughs> another thing is, i find very ironic and i ask myself forever why is it Usually men, but men can go out and cheat like the old kings in the old days, back in the old, you know, like Braveheart days and whatnot. They'll cheat on their queen right in front of their faces with new, you know. And, but the minute that woman cheats on that man, yeah, oh my God, oh, oh, how how dare you? And uh, right. so it's... you need to if if people need to start putting themselves in their own like if she did this to me. Like the way I'm behaving and acting, if she did this to me or if he did this to me, how would I feel? You know, you know what? That that is a great question and a great segment because it, you know, I think what needs to happen with that is the change needs to happen like immediately overnight, because what's been given to us and known to us is that men, you know, the, the, the um, stigma men do it you know men this this is what men do you know this is known so they give it to us that women are the ones who stay at home they don't do this this type of thing so when they do it we all up in arms it's it's, it's a is a big shock you know yeah, it's, that, a, it's that, a shock you wasn't you wasn't bracing yourself for yeah let, that, let me ask y'all a question though is it a shock to your pride the most um or is it really just disbelief? She was supposed to stay at home and be, you know, keep. I mean, really. Or, or I don't know. That's a good question. Pride and feelings that got hurt more. Uh, pride. I'm gonna go with pride. You know, not not that she's supposed to stay at home because I, I think I, I grow with times that I think you grow with times and what you're living with. Like we know that like living in these times that a man and a woman probably should work to bring in income. So that's that that's a known thing. We should probably do that. So that's known. But if she cheats, you know, it's not that she should stay at home. It's like, man, she shouldn't have done that. She just, it's a pride thing. She should, she just shouldn't have done that because that's what women don't do that. They don't do it. So I I, I think, I think it's a pride thing. I don't think it's a a stay at home thing. Oh man, I can't. I I think uh I don't know that's I only I only have an answer for that <laughs> like I I mean I I guess it's all of it right like you know what I mean like the is it, is shock factor then of course your pride's hurt right you know and, and and men can ask those same questions too like like you said Elena they probably won't because you're you know at that point you're just really torturing yourself and but you know we can ask the same question like why you know why I'm gonna answer though. We think we don't we don't go the emotional route like women do. We don't go, uh, am I, you know, am I pretty enough? Am I sexy enough? Men go the route as was I not knocking the bottom out of that thing? 
Yeah, that, I was trying to beat around the bush with that because that's why I was going around like you know, that, yeah, yeah, that's that's really all we care about. You know, that's it. Was, was I not knocking the bottom out of it? Oh, okay, all right, well, cool. We are not thinking about some that I give enough attention. That is not the first question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, usually, it's the first problem for the woman. Just so it you know. is, and it is, and that's the that's the disconnect we have. That's the disconnect. So. We need to communicate about it. So oh, if, yeah. If, you just answer my question. Yeah. If, communicate. If, communication. If is having an issue, she can communicate and say, hey, look, you're not paying attention to me. But we as men, we got we to gotta accept that and, and say to ourselves, all right, let me figure out what she's saying about this and let me try to incorporate this. And we but but, but it's like a foreign language though, cuz because we don't speak we don't speak women. We don't we, you know what I'm saying? So when you when, when you Elena, when y'all tell y'all feel women. Let, no, for y'all feel what we're feeling, but you communicate it differently or you just don't communicate at all. But your all's pride and arrogance in a sense is hurt. For the same reasons as our, it may not be oh my fat and ugly as much as you know a woman to a man on that perspective, but when it comes to boiling down to the feelings and, and the betrayal, if you were the one cheated on, whether you're man or woman, a lot of it is the same. Yeah, if, if you can be honest, which you know, yeah, that's true. If you don't, if you don't want Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Saint job. <laughs> but also. You know, Dexter's stuck in my head now, thanks. But um, <laughs> men tend to unfortunately make the mistake by hearing a woman say, hey, you ain't paying attention to me enough. It's it's uh, it's not we don't we, we ain't always talking about sex. Right. And that's all Actually, we that's all we about. Yeah. Yeah. So but OK, so this is let me ask you this. Women like to leave breadcrumbs and hints and clues on what they want us to do. It was almost like they want us to figure out what's wrong with them, but they don't want to just come out and tell us this is wrong with me and this is how you could fix it. You get what I'm saying? But we're 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 real direct like that. Two plus two is is four to us. Why y'all don't operate like that? Why why y'all leave the breadcrumbs? Uh, let's see here. How can I answer that? So sometimes we're tired of repeating ourselves. Sometimes we feel like we're also beating our head up against it. Uh, you know, we'll say it and ain't nothing happening or changing. So then we start trying to leave y'all a hint, see if you pick it up that way. Uh, but if it was really just about knocking the bottom out of it all the time, okay, because I'm no longer a young woman. I'm 40. I'm in my prime as a woman on right. that sense. So my mind is very much there as much as a man's most of the time. Right. Not, right. Right. But again, it ain't always about that. So. It, and, and and just really quick, you pose another very important question. If it was on your all standpoint and in your mind, it's just about, hey, I need some sex. Also, blah, blah, blah. You know, why don't you all, <clears throat> how do I say this properly? Uh, instead of cheating and going out, find another woman to satisfy your uh, sexual need. Why don't you uh, just unload on your woman? Yeah, so... It's definitely not a, just about the sex, you know, it's it's about filling that void. So like a void can be um, making him feel more comfortable. A void can be as simple as she. How can that I excitement ain't there no more. She's not complimenting me. I don't feel like as much of a man. What? What? No. How can I say this? She ain't doing the things she did, used to do when she was 18, you know. Or, or twenty three, emotionally, or twenty three. Sexual men, men are more sexual, so we we we're let's let's get that out the way. We're more sexual, so she not in the back of the garage, right, you know, right. You know, giving him that thing, right, in the garage, you know, or you know, the back seat of you know of a cab car, you know, right. She ain't doing those things no more. So yeah, we spontaneous get, stuff, yeah. yeah. We get to that point where we think about that and we're like, yo, what what what's going on with this? So that's 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 when our void is not filled. So again, I agree with a female in saying that we need to communicate this 
But I also agree with the fact that the female needs to be receptive. If you're in a relationship with a person, you have to listen and accept those things. I'm not saying that, A, you have to just agree 100%. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But at the same time, you have to hear it, accept it, and try to figure out how to resolve it. Right, right? You got to have a conversation. Yeah, you're right. It's not about the woman's insecurities. At any rate, whenever a man or a woman expresses what they feel, it's not about the the person. So if I say, yeah, I want to I want to get a hand job in a, in a movie theater. I'm not thinking about if you gained a five pounds. Last not at week. all. Not at all. I'm not thinking about that. Right. I don't care. That's not. I love you. I love right. you. I I don't care about the five pounds. And another thing, cousins. After you done had two of my big head babies or three or four of my big head babies and you done pushed them out and your stomach done got stretched out and it looked like Slimer or balled up homework. I really, I, that, that don't bother me either. You know, bring, bring, bring it. You know, man, don't, nobody, take your shirt off. Take everything off. Nobody care about that little stomach. Person. And it's like person. A woman. A woman don't care if she says, if she says, hey, I need you to be more affectionate. She's not saying I need you to be more affectionate if you lose 20 pounds. <laughs> like the rock. <laughs> she, she, didn't tell, she didn't tell you that. She, she didn't say that. She said, I need you to be more affectionate. You know, so right. dude, dudes understand that, you know, and Elena, please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for y'all to stop joking and laughing so y'all can have your fun. But um, let's just ask you something. Okay. What does that mean to you? Either one of you, both of you. When a if if your woman walks up to you and says, "I, I just I miss the affection. I need you to be more affectionate." What is that immediate thought in your mind? What's okay, she saying? I, I go first because to me, to me, what that means is that she wants me to caress my her hair when I'm knocking the bottom out of that thing. Instead of pulling it, am I right, Cuz? Uh, she <laughs> says she's an import. I'm the woman. If she, <laughs> if she says she is missing that that correction, the, that means the, I'm, I'm not I'm not uh, as affectionate. You know, I don't show her when when she comes home and she's excited. You know, I'm just kind of silent. No, that's not know? what it means. Cause she wants you to rub her, your fingers through her hair when you're hitting it. Ain't right. No. That's that's what that's what affection is, right? No, no. Uh, no. Don't they sing about that? Or uh, oh no, 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 man. That's a man's perspective. No, a woman wants a man to hold the door for her, pull her hair, or pull her hair, but still hold the door for her. That's what he says. <laughs> yes, that it, is it, what we want. Yes, but that, that ain't the affection we're coming to you and trying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like I know that the affectionate part is not just the the you know the sexual part. The affectionate part is. Um, her, you know, the touch, you know, you hold her hand when she's walking, you know, um, you, you, you show her love out in, in public, you know, you, you just more affectionate and making her feel like that she's. Bingo. Y'all don't walk on the uh, opposite sides of the aisle. Exactly. You, know, love you, know, it. you know what I'm saying? Yes. Store. Yes. Hold her hand. Yes. Okay. Maybe kiss her every once in a while when you don't want yes. to initiate sex. That's yeah. what she's talking about. I they, still want to feel like a woman. And when you all start implementing that, I bet y'all get more sex. And 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 I agree. And I agree 100%. And that's that's that I think that's that disconnect that we have. You know, we have this disconnect where men we ultimately think about our thoughts and women, you know, um women they ultimately think about their thoughts, but we have to somehow connect them. You know, we 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 got to communicate it and say, "Hey, this is what I need." And this is what I need, you know, and let's figure out how to make this possible so that we don't at any means think about some other person. Because at the end of the day, there's always somebody outside right now that's willing to give us the other the other feeling. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Right now. There's somebody right right now thinking the same thing we think and they just we can't control it. That's it's just going on right now, and it could be Roseanne or it could be Beyonce. It's it just, could be if it's Holly Berry. I'm there. 
It could be Rosie O'Donnell. It could be Mother Love. It could be Oprah. But it's, but it's, it's somebody. It's somebody there, you know. <laughs> so we we definitely we definitely got to avoid it, you know. And the audience is as Elaine been you know talking about this whole thing, communication. All right, so we 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 running up on our time, uh, Lena. I want to give you the final thoughts and, and anything. I I know you got the uh, podcast coming out soon. I don't know if you want to plug it or not, but um, yeah, I I give you a chance for the final thoughts before Cuz closes out. I appreciate allowing me a shout out, but I'm gonna keep it to this subject. Um, just uh, if anybody really wants to change, if they want to stop, if they want to stop hurting the one that they love, or you know, or, or you just want to. Y'all need to communicate, uh, try try to find ways to to ignite that old flame in y'all selves um, or, or whatever. But most importantly, communication, but being honest with yourself first and foremost and learning how to keep that relationship alive and always. Uh, and, and, and if you're able to do that, I, I would I would hope that some of this infidelity and all this ridiculousness would subside uh, lesson. Um, I think y'all are doing a great thing. I hope that y'all get a lot of listeners, whether it's controversial or just uh, by igniting their own, you know, questions to themselves and, and just equipping interest in this subject. I, I commend you guys. I commend you all for stepping out and saying that men ain't got to be like this. Let's let's be better. Right. Let's be better. If you don't want your mama or your sister like treated like that or yourself, maybe y'all should stop treating people like that too. Right. Thank you. That's their sex. And Lane, we just want to thank you very much for giving us your time and um, your information you know, on this subject. Very much. Very welcome. Thank you for having me again. And yeah, and if that. should later on any of your listeners have questions or y'all want to invite me back to address i'm more than happy yeah that's probably going to happen we'll, we'll probably have you on again you are now attached to us as a podcast you can't go nowhere legally bound um, <laughs> i forgot to tell you about that part <laughs> <laughs> i'm stuck with y'all <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. what is uh no but we, we we definitely appreciate it and um definitely if you want to hear us on the podcast again you know uh go and check us out on spotify um itunes anchor every, everywhere you can find us you know you look it up cheat code is going to be there so definitely look us up go out there and uh subscribe to the uh cheat code thank you for joining us peace